Sight Lap is brought to you by Yamaha. Rev your heart and join the Blue Crew for contingency, technical support videos, trackside support, demos and riding schools, apparel and merchandise. Get on the winning team. Join Yamaha's Blue Crew today. Nihilo Concepts, the leaders in grip technology. Whether it's frame grip, lever grip, grip donuts, which are fully customizable, or even the SOS device, which will keep you from being stranded. Check out all the products Nihilo Concepts makes for your motorcycle. And by Complete Racing Solutions, the leading resource for health and wellness and performance, where results are driven by the science of performance. Visit CompleteRacingSolutions.com for more information on training, nutrition, hydration, recovery, injury prevention, flexibility, and so much more. It's an incredible resource. Get over to CompleteRacingSolutions.com. And by FlowVision. FlowVision goggles combine a lifetime of riding and racing experience to create the perfect goggle. Includes outrigger performance fitment system for optimal function, a removable nose guard for added protection and rider comfort, triple layer rider comfort foam for maximum sweat absorption and fitment, relaxed nose support for increased breathing, boundary ventilation system to aid with sweat reduction and relief, a 45 millimeter wide anti-slip strap with a 3D printed poly logo, Flowvision lenses are three times thicker than the standard goggle lens for clarity of vision, and they come in multicolors. It's CE certified, and get this, they retail for $56. Check out Flowvision goggles today. Hey, everybody. Thank you for dropping by SightLap. I'm your host, David Pingree, joined by Kyle Lewis. Thanks for jumping in, buddy. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're looking ahead to the Ironman National in Indiana, and uh, you and I have not raced this track. It's relatively new to the series, but watching it... Um, I've got some thoughts on it that uh, I, I want to share. Weather this weekend looks great, 87 degrees, sunny, looks like the, it, it will be nice. This place has had rain before and it's a wreck, but uh, kind of my, my biggest takeaways from this track looking ahead, one, you're in trees a lot, so there's some shadows, uh, a little bit like Washugal where it's, it's a little hard to adjust. Um, you can just see the guys going from the, the open center part where there's sunlight to those shadowy spots, it's a little difficult. But the biggest thing here is they over-prep this place. Um, I, every single year, you walk through the pits and talk to the guys, and they're just <laughs> covered in mud. It looks like they just yeah. raced a muddy, a mud race, and they're just like, it was just after practice or a qualifier, you know. So they, I, hopefully they tone down the prep a little bit and let this I thing develop. Why do they actually do that? Like, can they not manage well, the track? You look think? back in our day in the 90s, you know, they would under-prep, and then they've got to pour so much water on it between motos. It's grease. It's grease. And so they're trying to keep dust down for the fans. I get it. But at a point, it's overkill. And you're, you've, you're now choking the racing down because it's one mucky line on the inside. And you can't even go out of that line because yeah. you'll sink. Turns the track into a channel. Yeah. You get out. You're like, Ew. It's um, like NASCAR. Choo, yeah, choo, totally. Choo, choo. You, get out of the, you get out of the line, you're going to lose three spots. <laughs> right. You went out there to make a pass. Um, looking back to 21... This is interesting because in the, in the 450 class in particular, this championship chase is super tight. Tomac went 2-1 here. So he, he obviously liked this place. Last year, he wasn't even riding well, and he still got it done. Dylan Ferrandez went 1-2. Webb was third. Sexton was way back with a 5-4. Uh, again, he was a different guy, but just some things to keep in mind. Uh, 250 class, Jet went 1-1. So we know he likes this place. Maybe he'll get back to his ways. Joe was second with 2-3, Cooper was a 4-4, and Hunter was ninth with a 12-9. So maybe he just had an off weekend, but uh, this could be a good chance for Shimoda to really gain some points if Hunter doesn't like this place. 
So having said that, let's talk a little bit about this 250 class. Obviously the championship sort of, I mean, I don't think anyone's betting against Jet wrapping this thing up and uh, becoming the first two-time winner for Honda since Steve Lampson back in our era, 95, oh, wow. 96. Yeah. Um, he's been incredible to watch all year. You know, even these last couple races that have been tough, he still finds a way to recover from the mistakes and gain points. Yeah. I think Jet is, he's, they all talk about it now. He's like maturing, maturing. But even if, like, he really should, him and Hunter, they're, they lap into like 11th, yeah. right? Yeah. So if they do have something go wrong at the first lap, don't panic. Mm. Just, okay, reset, just move forward, stay safe. Like, I mean, Jet got almost got hit by a bike and, you know, like, and Mosman crashing in front of him. So they're fast enough to where they can actually come from 30th mm -hmm. and still be up front. Yeah, they can make it to the box from just about anywhere, it seems like. Right. Um, so for Jet, um, I think just don't panic if on the first lap. If, yeah. you're, if you're back, don't panic and just let the race come to him come to him and then he's plenty fit move forward yeah i think Hunter, he needs to focus on getting a good start to just stay out of the, the fracas going on right, behind him that would be goal number one i'd just be doing starts all week if i was him <laughs> um because riding i mean he can go out there and cruise around and get third it seems like yeah uh hunter he again just needs to calm down uh shimoda's on a high one mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say the same thing to Hunter. He's got to get starts because when he can start up front, he always finishes up there. But mm -hmm. when he gets in the back, it seems like he's really susceptible for whatever reason to just that carnage. He yeah. gets caught up in it and it, it takes its toll. Um, really, that battle for second in the championship is the fun one to watch between he and Joe. And like I said, looking to last year, Joe liked this place. So and Hunt, he's Hunter's on got a his, high level right yeah, now. Yeah, he's really on one. He's got the momentum going his way. To me, the, the interesting thing, the caveat or the, the, the wrench getting thrown in this weekend will be this group of guys that are all coming on and looking to have good races end of the year, whether that's for contract purposes or just to end the season on a high note. I feel like guys either go, and I've been on both ends of this, you're kind of just over it. You just want the Nationals to be done and you're sort of mailing it in. You're, you're, you're not out there trying to just kill it. But then you have guys that, that need some good results, whether that's just for them mentally or they are at the end of a contract. Uh, Jalik Swole, here's a guy who's got the speed. He has these little flashes, but man, it's been a rough year for him. Got landed on at Paula, uh, went down again last week while up front. Moseman, again, fighting with injuries. He's been up front, but then throws it away. Max RJ, can he back up what he did last weekend? He likes that track. He likes that track. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Justin Cooper, again, he got bumped up to the MX Donations team. I think he wants to kind of show that he's still got the speed. It's been a rough year for him trying to come back from that injury. And then uh, Max Voland, another kid who's been having a great year, working his way forward. But I, I know these guys want to get a podium to end the year out. Yeah, one would think. Yeah. So that's kind of the interesting thing, if you want to call it that, that we have going on in the 250 class. That's pretty crazy how many guys that actually can win in that class right now like it's well and i feel like the first half of the season we didn't have that it was a really big separation even joe wasn't really in that pack and now as the season has progressed all of these guys have sort of 
stepped up their game a little bit, and yeah. now they're players, definitely for podium fin finishes. Yeah, podium. Podium. Yeah. All right, the 450 class is where it gets really interesting as we're looking ahead here to, to Ironman. Um, we talked about last year, Tomac liked this place, so that bodes well. However, we are in Indiana. This is right up against the border of Illinois, where Chase Sexton is from. He's probably gonna have a lot of family and friends. And I don't know about you, I, I tend to not like when I had a bunch of family and friends there. It kind of put more pressure on me, and I would ride probably more tight than if if I I didn't know anybody. I didn't. It didn't bother me. Didn't bother you one way or the other. No. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. A lot of a lot of guys do perform better when they've got their um, friends in the house. Um, and then there's some other things as we talk about the championship implications. Et right now has four wins. Sexton has three. All right, if we go to this last round at Paula, let's just say Chase wins. He did really well there at the opener. He likes that track. He has a history of winning there. So that puts them, let's say Indiana, somebody else. Let's say Anderson gets another win. Right. Now we go into that final round. They could both potentially have four wins. Uh, if they tie for points, does it go down to who won the last round? I think so. Most, most moto wins? I'm not exactly I sure how they do it. most moto wins. So it's going to get very, very... Uh, we're gonna have to be diving into the rule book here if I mean, I know this is all just scenario based But there were some other things I, I thought Tomac needs to really come out of this weekend With at least a six-point lead and the overall that that was that was my take if he can Come right. out gain five points and get the overall uh, Which is not going to be an easy task But if he can do that, I feel like it puts him going into Paula in a much more comfortable position he can essentially then they go to the tie. I don't know where the points. Are. Well, if if he gets the overall, then yeah, he's got five wins. They have five right? wins, so that he so, wins. If they so tie, he wins. If they tie, if yeah. they tie in points. Um, but there's a whole lot, lot to this, uh, and, and this was some of the things we were chatting about. Um, Christian Craig, he is not going to be with Star Yamaha next year. He did really well at Paula, very fast there. He signed with Husqvarna for next year. So let's just say Eli Tomac creeps up on him and Craig's in front of him, would he let him buy? He doesn't really owe Star anything other than maybe some loyalty. A, a solid season. A solid season. I mean, <laughs> I, I know they're friends, but like, does Christian give up a podium to let Eli go by? I would say he would because then he'll have a kind of a black eye. Well, he's shadow. just out there racing, right? I mean, it yeah, depends on how, who you're a fan of. I, yeah. I saw uh, Kenny, I don't know if anybody caught this at Bud's Creek, but Kenny let Chase go by that second moto, looked over and kind of let him sneak through. This is what happens this, at this point in the season when points are this close, team tactics I, I come would, into play. I would say Craig would pull over. Yeah, I think he probably would just sort of Make it easy. blow a turn. <laughs> um, I don't think he's going to knock him down, but what about this? Because this was another question mark. What about Joey Sabachi? If, if you looked back at Bud's, how hard was Joey coming after Eli at the end of that second moto? Massive. Hard. And I was kind of going, man, what's he doing? Like, he's, <laughs> he's really going after him. Is there bad blood there? Does he... Well, he said Tomek didn't give him one dollar for... From the Monster Cup. Yeah, for the <laughs> So that's an interesting play. And so who, I mean, is that true? I mean, I would, I would think Sabachi has nothing, no reason to not say... Like, I don't think he's going to blow Eli out of his shoes no. intentionally, but if he's he in front of him, easy. he's not going to make it easy. No. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, so interesting. And we, we look back at how 
Eli did at the opener. He went 7-4 at Paula for fourth overall. So we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but yes, he's slower at the start of the championships, and he's definitely worked into a faster pace. But Chase crushed everybody there, 1-1 on the day. Uh, so you got to kind of look into that goal. He's probably... He was struggling with setup, though, Tomac was. Tomac was early. Yeah, yeah they yeah. changed forks. They did a bunch of things, but... I'm just saying, if you're looking on paper, you got to give the nod to Chase at that final round. So it's really going to be important how Eli does this weekend. And let me ask you this. You've seen that dirt. We talked about how it's kind of overwatered and deep. you got to think Eli's going to stick with his scoop tire that he loves. For sure. Good selection there. Is he going to ha- run into some of the same issues that uh, he did this past that, weekend at Bud's? That place looked to be, again, I haven't raced there. I haven't been there. Um, but watching... It looks to be, when they had the mud race, it looked to be bottomless. Like, yeah. so there's not a hard pan like Bud's Creek. Yeah. It all pushed away and then then that tire went went to shit. Yeah. Um, I think that scoop's going to be fine all day there. Yeah. And as much as they water, they do a good job maintaining it, like keeping the water on it. I know we, just, we were talking about practice. Guys are coming in just a mess, right? Yeah. So I think just... Years past, they've always kept the track good. Yeah. So, that, again, that paddle's going to work all day. And that leans a little bit towards Eli's favor then. So, Think Saxon will put one on? I would say probably early moto, and then he'll make that call for the second, depending on what it's looking like. That's what he's done. He's kind of bounced back and forth, doing what I would say is a, is a logical tire selection, yeah. maybe leaning on, the, on Glover and the Dunlop guys. You know, hey, what, do you, what are you guys thinking? What's... What do you, you know? What are you seeing in the dirt? What do you think we should run? I know I would lean on those guys back in the day for suggestions wonder, if I was between tires. Wonder how many levels of spec they have with that tire. Well, that's the other thing that I, I don't know, right? Like I've only ridden the production 14, but uh, that was vastly improved and and blew me away how good this corner grip was. Uh, but again, if you're trying to get a scoop to dig into you know dirt this hard, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get better grip with a little more knobby, which is still not going to dig in, but there's more rubber on the on the ground, right? But you know, you've ridden spec compared to production. It's Very like, different. <laughs> it's not even fair. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, and that's something that, you know, I think they're probably already a couple levels ahead of, that's of what I think. R&D tires. And so <clears throat> we can say, oh, yeah, I've ridden the 14. I know what Eli's on. No, we don't. Different different rubber, uh, different carcass, Two sidewall. Moose. Moose, yeah. Different different uh types of moose like drilling the holes in them like what what are they doing there's so many things and a lot of it's proprietary they're not going to share what they are doing but yeah drilling holes in a moose tube to get it to flex a little more running old mooses you know there there's a lot of things guys do to get that the feel that they want but the tire he's using while it looks like the one you can buy at the dealership it's not they're they're already testing whatever will be the the mx15 that's a a factor too because if the moose, I've had them kind of fade in a mm-hmm. moto, and that dead feeling gets worse. Mm-hmm. Like when As they warm up. Uh, the braking bumps, it like catches harder, and you're just going, good Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would only ever run it in the rear. The front, I hated yeah, the dead feel of it. No. I needed a tube. No. That was just my I was Same, I same could, way? Yeah, no. Well, we're getting down to the end of it here where these little nuanced things are going to potentially make a difference and and who knows one of the guys could wash out in the first turn and that's the end of it but um it's going to be really fun to watch especially this 450 class man we're down to the down to the nuts and bolts of it who do you who do you pick for this weekend if you had to give me both classes top three 
I the the two fifty is a crapshoot because I would if Jet had to I would pick Jet but he doesn't have to he's mm -hmm. just gonna manage so then you go to his brother totally capable doesn't have a good track record there I'm gonna go with Shimoda's the hot guy Jet doesn't need to win so if and then if Hampshire's still on his roll. Or if Coop, I mean, we heard that he wasn't feeling good. So Justin Cooper, um, he goes fast there. Yeah. And that's a fast, his bike's fast. It's a fast track. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say Shimoda for the win. And then Jet, I know he should win but he's just going to manage and, yep. and cruise it That'd out be the smart thing to do and then i'm going to say either hampshire or coop okay and i'm right on board with you i would say joe jet and i'm going to go hampshire but it could be a whole mix of any of these guys so um i would love to see it. like volan step up and do better because he's yeah. a good kid yep um but I, I just don't joe's pushing too hard and he has it all the way to the end yeah yeah, I agreed. What about the 450 class? Well, I'm going to go with 2-3. Okay. For sure. Yeah? 1-1? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Ooh-wee. All right. I'm going to go... And then what? Who's your second and third then? Tomac second? I think that... Well, Rocks and Ride's good there. Yeah? Um, I don't know. I... It's going to be a toss-up. I don't. I don't have a second and third. Right. There's. I, I would. Anderson's riding well. Um, he might be in the mix. I'm going Tomac. Tomac one one, Chase two two. Wow. Anderson three three. Wow. I think it's it's time to. It's, the pressure is mounting, and I think when you look at youthful exuberance versus old age and treachery, I think Tomac gets it done. Chase has never been in a pressure situation like this. We saw a little bit of a come apart in the opening moto last weekend. It's going to be only worse this weekend. So that's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. I, see, I think he still gathers it up for a second, but I think we see some mistakes out of him. Yeah. I could he, be he, completely full of shit. That's just what I'm thinking. <laughs> so No, good point. I, but I got to... Stick with I, your... I, don't change it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm Chase not... With a one there's one. no wavering at all. I'm a Honda guy. <laughs> I, I retired on Honda. Um, I, I like Hondas, yeah. um, and he's running my number. So, all right. Well, I get it then. All right. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in as always follow along this weekend. It's going to be an awesome race and uh, we'll see you guys back here next week. Thanks for watching. See you.